Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, this is George, and it's so wonderful to be back with you on this sunny spring day, May 7th, 2020. And I hope all is well with everyone. In spite of this pandemic that we're going through, we still have the capability to love. And I'm your host. And you are listening to Live Well Today. And I'm your host, George. And today, the subject that we're going to be talking about is ego. Ego and love. And how, how the ego should be functioning properly in a healthy environment when there's two significant parties Involved. This um, podcast is um, um, our main focus and main purpose is uh, is committed relationships and um, marriages and so forth. So this 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 podcast is for those that you know desire to improve themselves while improving their relationship, improving their union. Being loyal and and having integrity in their relationships. So that's what we're talking about. Uh, I am honored and and I count it a privilege that those that are on the sound of my voice that are listening to me. And they will take some of the ideas and my views and try them out. Um, My email address, if you have any questions, comments, is... GMW0851 at Gmail. And in parentheses, live well today. And I'll be happy to answer any questions, comments. And in the future, we're going to eventually go into um, answering phone calls and that sort of nature. Uh, again, we're just, we're fairly new podcasts. And so we're. We're working on those things. So much appreci- much appreciation to those that are listening in. So let's jump right in. Ego. Ego. I, I come to the conclusion that if you don't have a healthy ego, it can contaminate your relationship. It contaminates what you do as an individual, your, your work, etc. And again, of me as a... I realize there's power in words, so I like to know the definition of words that I use and use them within the context, in the proper context that they're supposed to be used. And I think, you know, it'll bring more clarity. I think in society today, we're using words and then we're changing words and uh, the meanings of them. And in fact, creating alternate realities that some of these things are just just not logical. They're not sensible, and 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 a lot of the information that we're using, we're running with this stuff, and we we're running in, uh, up against the wall, and we're crashing. Relationships are crashing. Um, couples um, don't know how to interact with one another from the from the from the egotistical standpoint. Sometimes your ego will not allow you to apologize. Sometimes your ego will allow you to be um, um, indifferent. In your wrong actions. 
And but then there's a healthy side of the ego that we we need, and it needs to play a part in our everyday communications with one another, particularly with our significant other. With our significant other, which is very important, is for the it'll it'll create and it'll build a foundation to a happier future, and it'll build a cohesiveness between both parties where you want to be with that person, and they want to be with you. But you gotta have a healthy ego when it comes when it's when it's the mixture of love because you're they uh, the the ego is a noun. Let's look at the definition. It's a person's sense of self esteem or self importance. Now that's very tricky. Now if in the, in the context from the point of view where it's healthy, you know, self importance is healthy, but then. It can it could quickly mutate into selfishness, and then arrogance with an arrogant ego. Most of the time, that is a that is a destructive way of thinking, a way of being in a relationship, and not just only in relationship, but on as you in your professional life, in your professional life. In today's society, the greater the ego, the greater reward. I I most I can guarantee. Most people that have a, a huge ego are lonely people. They may have resources. They might have some of the things that most of us desire to have. But we are created, we are created to have more than just things. And with an inflated ego causes chaos. It causes conflict in every way. It causes conflict. When it comes to um, relationships, it's always some sort of power struggle, some sort of territorial struggle when you have an inflated ego. When the, when the ego is, 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 is out of context, when it becomes self-serving. Again, your ego is a sense of your self-esteem. Your self-esteem, your, that's your esteem. You're responsible for that. However, there's a component of when we're talking about relationships between two committed partners. Your each partner is res- responsible for their esteem. That's why it's yours. But how? But in in also in that context, both parties are supposed to be building one another up in whatever areas they need to be built up in. That's why affirmation in relationship is very so important. It's so important in a, in, in a relationship that you always affirm one another. And, and, I, and I find a lot in, in, in just not even on a, in a romantic aspect as far as friendships. Oftentimes, there's always a little sarc- a cynical is a cynicalness in relationships. And it's like a lot of sarcasm and in, in the science and the social community when you have like a lot of sarcasm it's an indication that there's something wrong with whoever's doing it something is taking place within the relationship that has not been addressed and eventually that sarcasm will be you know the more sarcastic a person becomes in a relationship they're telling you something and that and they feel that's the only safest way they can express themselves by saying things like in a joking manner or in a sarcastic manner because they're not sure, 
you know, the they're not really sure the validity of your relationship, how strong it is. So they'll so they'll say something from an egotistical standpoint to to get a reaction to see how safe it is to talk, particularly in relationships. The very foundational aspect of a, a committed relationship is has you have to have a level of trust and a level of respect for one another and respect one another's views. Now the ego is a is the is is a again it's a it's a it's the self esteem and the self importance of an individual. The psychoanalysis part of the mind, this is what the ego is that meditates between the conscious and the unconsciousness, and is and is is the responsible or or or, or the re, not responsible is the is the the reasonable point of reality. Testing the senses of the person's person's identity. Your 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 ego is who you are and what you become. So that's why we have to be careful that we don't let it become so inflated, you know, when you we think more highly than ourselves than we are. Now it's okay to think highly if you have those skills. If you have those attributes and you are building them in a healthy way where it's not hurting anyone, see this is the key with ego. This is the key to, you know, self-awareness and self-love. That's that's another phrase that's constantly being being said in society today, self-love. But most of it, if we look closely to it, it's selfishness. And what happens is, which is true, it becomes that reality of that person. It becomes that reality of, of whoever's thinking on those terms when it comes distorted. And then we say in the name of self-love, then we do things. Self-love, when it's love, when you have love attached to any other word, it should not, it should not bring devastation to someone. It should, not, it should not harm you or it should not harm the person that you are connected to. Self-love. If your self-love is breaking, breaking someone's heart because you're protecting yourself, that's not love. That's that's uh, that's an inflated ego. We need to begin to call things what call things for what they are. So we we can become better and most definitely and most of us in our in our committed relationships, we should be able to dialogue with one another. We're safe enough to say the things that we want to say without being penalized. When you get penalized for saying something, you're something that perhaps you, you know you're dealing with in your relationship. That's that, that that is a case of egotistical behavior from you or your partner. That is a, that is a that is a that is a, 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 a characteristic flaw in you or your partner with this egotistical thing. You get upset, you know. If particularly even if even if even if the if your partner hasn't, you know, a point of view of you that you don't agree with you it, it's based on how you respond will will pretty much show or or, or will display that you there's an egotist there's your ego is is involved and it might be inflated or it's not well adjust um uh, uh adjusted in and how you are as a person and how you are interacting with your your, your partner it is, it's, it, you know, 
It's between the consciousness and the unconsciousness of who you are and what you become. Your ego. That's why you have to be careful. You got to be careful that you don't have a, uh, this false persona. In today's society today, people have these, these duality. It's always this duality. And that, that's, that, that, that's the basis of an inflated ego. It's duality. Now, again, you know, an ego is a healthy thing if you have those skills. If you have those things and you're using them in a proper perspective. Again, when it comes to, you know, partnerships, you know, and you coming from a place of love. Love does not, even sometimes, you know, we get hurt in love. There's always a factor when, because love is a, a performed thing. Once we, once we learn how to execute love and, and, and be aware of how we should execute it daily, th- there's a, it, it, the percentages drop when it comes to egotistical behavior between two people that respect one another equally and know that the other is different but both components together it derives into what your relationship is 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 displaying in public but it has a lot to do with your consciousness and your unconsciousness sometimes people have unconsciously thinking negative things about their partner and it comes out it comes out in the actions that they um they um display it comes out you know, again, with, with, with the ego and, and, and you know, an issue with e- egotistical people, it always leads into narcissism. It always does. Because the, the more inflated the ego gets, the more self-centered. They're only concerned about what they want, what they get, and that, and then all of these factors, how, how to, they, they, they begin to display in your behavior patterns with your partner. They begin to display and your behavior pa- patterns and what you do, how you do it, what you do, it always comes up. It always comes up. Your eyes are the consciousness of the mind. So it's what you see. Certain things, what, certain things you see is a part of your identity. It's, a, it's considered yourself. How do you see yourself in your relationship? How do you see your partner in the relationship? See, what happens is egotistic behaviors and traits will cause you, especially especially when it's unhealthy. See, the thing is about the ego, ego, it it, it could be be either good or uh, it could be positive or negative. And and most most things in, in society today, it's most of the time it's on a negative thing. It's on a negative um, um, track because it's always self-centeredness. It's always about me. It's, it's, it's always about the outcome of what happens to me. Particularly in relationships, it's always about what happens to me. Me, me. And see, when, for a love relationship, it's not you. It's, it should be us. That's what it should be. But again, this, these, these, these ideologies and these concepts, they, they generate money. It's always an, it's a mechanism of how to generate money. 
we don't want to believe it, but it's true because the more egotistical you are, like for instance, you'll consider yourself. I think I use this for an example. Um, oftentimes when people have weddings, when, when, when a wedding is taking place, normally the bride gets bridesmaids and maids of honor and so forth. And, and the, the men get groomsmen and all this stuff. And you, usually, you, usually there's always an expenditure to a wedding. The fact that you are celebrating with the person that you say is your girl or your guy or you love them, you've been best friends. When, when, when the expenditure comes up, say, for instance, the, um, the bride tell all the bridesmaids and the maids of honor, OK, your dress costs $300. And the guys know their tuxedos cost $250 or whatever the case is. There's always someone. Always. They miss the point. Once you. For my for my view, once you decide to celebrate with someone, you don't complain about the cost. Number one, the fact that they considered you to be a part of their bridal party is an honor. And and primarily it's their day. So as friends, again, with the ego and and you know, what am I benefit from it? A lot of times, maids of honor, they want to know what they're gonna do with the dress after it's over. Not even considering that one day they too might decide to be to to have a wedding and and want maids of honor, and you don't want that kind of you don't want that kind of vibe. You don't want that kind of emotional you know content while you built while you're trying to put together a celebration. It's always uh, someone comes up with, "Well, what am I what am I going to do with this dress?" The, the fact is that you're saying that you're celebrating your best friend. And I think our egos come in. Well, I got to pay $200 for a suit. But the fact that they considered you to be in to celebrate their their big day, which is supposed to be a, a moment that they will never forget. They're building a, 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 a time of, of a moment of celebration that will of hopefully, you know, they will never have to repeat. And it's a one time thing. You would think, okay, yeah, let's do it. The fact that they, they they considered you to be a part of the bridal party, they considered you to be part of one of the groomsmen. Just get the suit and keep it. Not 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 on the basis that whether I can use it again. It's it's like little things like that 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 is a a signal that people there's ego. And it's what about me? It's self-centeredness. It's self. It's always self. Self-preservation. I think self-preservation is a good thing, but within within reason. Some of these ideas and is unreasonable. Some of these some of these views are so unreasonable that they'll never be met. Because most of the time, the people that come come up with these things, they won't even. They're not even willing to do what they're asking for. And see, that's what the ego does. The first question is, is ego good? Is it good to have an ego? Of course it is. Within context, within reason. Egotistical ways when it comes to in love relationships, you got to be careful because you can't get to the point where you're just, you're just selfish. And what happens is in most cases that because the love factor is in that because our objective is want to please our mate. Want to give the mate, give each each one other what they need to to, to fulfill them. 
That's why the importance of a committed relationship. If you're not ready to be committed wholeheartedly, you can't commit 50%. You can't commit, well, I'm going to commit 70% and I'm going to reserve 30 just in case. If you're going into it like that, you're always going to have problems. And that's an egotistical move. The fact is, it's egotistical because, number one, you, you're not even, you're not, you're not um, um, being forthright with your partner when you do that. And in uh, and, and many cases, a lot of egotistical actions and behaviors happen when, when, you, when you first start your partnership and your relationship, your meaningful relationship. And, 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 and let's say it's five, it's five elements that both parties have to bring to the table. And both parties bring, I bring my five, she brings her five. And then all of a sudden, as we begin to intertwine and, 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 and connect things together, all of a sudden, I have two other cards. I have two other factors that she didn't know about. That's not fair. Again, the, the egotistical mindset to think that I have a right to do that to someone in a harmful way is, you know, it's, it's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. It, it, on so many levels, just like it's almost like hiding information. I think in today's society, when it comes to um, partnerships with relationships, we need to bring everything to the table and give the person an option to say, I opt out not to do this. This is not the road I want to take. Again, I always I always stress this. Every man and woman have the right to be in a healthy vibrant relationship and if you're not getting what you think you 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 think you want you should not start a relationship you should stop because more than likely if you continue on that is going to be a factor in the relationship and it's going to cause conflict it's going to cause conflict and and oftentimes we we you know you know we we get to this place where you know our our value is not as high, particularly with people. Once you pass over thirty, once you pass over thirty, you don't say you don't have the same quality value that you had when you was twenty five. You just don't. Just like when you're fifty, you don't have the same quality value as a thirty year old. The society's trying to sell us this and trying to tell us we do, and trying to make us think. From an ego, egotistical standpoint, instead of seeing reality, a fifty a fifty year old man cannot should cannot function with a twenty year old guy. They can't do the same things, not at the same pace. Let me correct that. They could do some of the same things, but they can't do it at the same pace. But society is telling us, yeah, <laughs> they can, which is a falsehood. And most of the time they run into brick wall. Boom. They run into a brick wall. Boom. Like for instance, like even when it comes to relations, relational um, um, situation between a man and woman, you got a man, a man that's 50 years old. You got a woman that's 40. They could still, they, they can be compatible, but it, 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 it has a lot to do with the ego and the willingness to do this and the confidence too. And then again, we got the, we got to leave. We got to create an environment where your mate has the confidence to want to do things and not be criticized, not be mocked or not be laughed at or not be joked upon. 
I think a lot of a lot of us have so many creative things inside us and we have so much inside us. But because of the circumstances we face, maybe perhaps they weren't received properly or they was laughed at or, or, or misunderstood. We refuse to do it to show your true self. But at the same time, the ego makes you tr- show your true self. And, and I think oftentimes we, 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 we don't really pay attention. Or we see it, but we want to see something else. Because we're so desperately, we all desperately want companionship. We all desperately want it because that's what we were created to have. But with all the egotistical games and all of that, it, a lot of us lack confidence, even in our committed relationships. We lack the confidence. So ego is a good thing to have, but it has to be done within the proper, the proper channels. It has to be, it has to be fine-tuned. It has to be on the, the correct frequency. That's healthy. Then it, then it could, then it could be complicit to what to each person in the relationship. See, when, when, when love, when, when love is involved, and if it's love, um, it should from both parties. But the ego and the consciousness and the unconsciousness is what we put in our heads about one another. We got to make sure that, you know, we being fair. We got to make sure we being mindful of one another. That's why I always say, gaze, gaze into the eyes of your, 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 your partner. You'll see their ego. You'll see them. You'll see them. See, in today's society, and because most of us, we have been in relationships and a lot of them were breached and broken and we were hurt and so forth. We don't want nobody looking in our eyes. We don't want to do that because the eyes reveal the soul. The eyes reveal the ego. The eyes reveal who you really are. And if you if you are uh, if you are blessed and you are fortunate to have someone that you gaze in each other's eye, that uh, that's priceless. That's a priceless. That's a priceless commodity. You'll never get that anywhere. That's that's not an ongoing. That's not something that that normally happens in a lifetime. And you, and we are fortunate to get it if we do. So the question is, is ego to have, is it good to have an ego? Egotistical, egotistically, excuse me, is when we don't have the, 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 the ability to, 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 um, back up. The things that, you know, when, when, we, when we're displaying certain things about oneself in the relationship, we got to be able to have the confidence to be vulnerable and to be, have the confidence to want to, you know, display this with our partner without feeling that we're going to be penalized for it. And you know, most of us with our, that our experience, we need to have the confidence that we, 
that it backs up. However, some 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 ego we gotta that however that the kind of ego is worth criticizing, however, it is it is equally detrimental to and it it not detrimental, it'd be it it'd be um it'll be a good it'll be a good thing to do or to have at this point. You know, never downplay your morals. You know, it's you know it's detrimental when when it comes to your ego. I, I again, your ego and your self esteem is who you are and what you're becoming. And I think a lot of times in in our partnerships, our moral compasses are are always always judged by each other. And that and you know, it, I don't think that should be. I think it's crucial for us in a relationship to never downplay our moral values or our or you know what you know what we stand for because that's who we are that's who we are in our relationship in order for it's crucial in order for our relationships to work and then I want to say this there's another question there's another thing that that, that I want to emphasize on one of the biggest reasons why egos are dangerous to our relationship, it keeps us out of the out of touch of reality. When you have an inflated ego, it keeps you, you know, you thinking, you thinking, you know, it keeps you out of touch. And a lot of stuff is illogical. A lot of, a lot of it is not even reasonable in a relationship. That's why we have to be careful. We got to be be ever so careful that we don't come up with these these oversized inflated egos regarding things that you putting your you putting your partner through certain these these certain tests and this stuff that you wouldn't even do but you expect him or her to pass them that's an inflated ego and that's dangerous it's an enemy to a relationship And oftentimes, you know, these things will put you out of touch with reality and, and, and it actually prevents you from being critical and getting ne- the necessary feedback from your mate or from others, not just in a, in a you know, in a, um, a, a committed relationship with a person. That's even commitment to the job. That's even a commitment to some of your goals. Some of this stuff is so... <laughs> So out of touch, you know you're not going to even be, you know, reach some of this stuff. But you you want to put it out there as if you you can. It's not not saying that it's not not possible for you to reach these goals and have the ability to do these things. But you gotta, you know, the you know you you put you say it out of your mouth. You got to be able to back it up. You should be doing these things in today's society. People of you know this this terminology. Fake it until you make it. Sometimes some things you just can't fake. Some some things, and I was I want to say most things you got to do the work. And I think perhaps maybe some of us are in our relationship we faking it, and then it, and it, we faking it and hoping that we'll make it. But that ego, you know, it, it can you know it, it it's an enemy to a relationship. It really is. And a bad ego makes you overestimate your own abilities, 
and your worth <laughs> and underestimate the efforts and skills required to achieve your relationship goals. What it do is when you when you have an overflow, you like a lot of times people think, even like in relationships, that's why it's ongoing. You know, you can't you can't you can't um judge the merit of what happened yesterday. It's about what's going on today. I know that might be a, 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 a new concept to, to a lot of us because most of our egos is, is, is out of control. It's not what you say today. I mean, what you say yesterday. It's what you do today because yesterday's gone. Yesterday is little, it's gone and you're not getting yesterday back. For some reason, some of us think we can get yesterday back and we can't. You can't. It's just not coming back. It's what you're doing today that's going to fortify you for tomorrow. Not what I did last last year. You know, even within context, some things that we, you know, I believe in the principle of reaping on what you sow. I believe that. Some people call it karma, whatever. I believe whatever you put out, there's going to be some fruit that comes back from that. And if that's the way things are, that means what are you sowing? What are you putting in? What are you putting in your relationship? Are you just putting in frustration or are you putting in nothing and expecting return? See, an e uh, uh, inflated ego puts in nothing and they expect a lot in return, which, you know, that's a trait of narcissism. Again, how are you going to expect something from someone that you're not willing, you're not even doing it? And you're going to make that one of the, one of the, one of the, one of your moral um, codes in your relationship. You want this, 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 and this. You want you want respect from the man. You want this from the man. You want this from the man. But what are you doing for him? Just as well as vice versa. You want her to do this. You want her to let you know where she is. You want her to be loyal and all this stuff. And you, where's your, your integrity meter? Where is it? Where's your integrity when it comes to that? Are you doing the same thing? Does she know where you are? All Everywhere you are? Do she, I mean... Come on, we have to we, we have to look at it from that perspective. We have to be fair and we have to be doing the same thing. I think I believe what you put into your relationship, you should get that back. Now, there's times that you maybe you putting something in and your partner is not in the space to do it, not saying that they're not capable of it. Then you have to you have to do it with 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 patience and gentleness and kindness to find out why they're not doing it. And again, let's not put on some. Let's not put something on our partners that we're not willing to do. So obvious. Uh, that's that is a that is an issue in 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 in, our, in relationships. We have relationships where people we you know part partners is putting things on their partners that they can't even do to prove to them that they love them. To prove to them, you asking him to do all this, but what are you doing? You asking her to do all this, but what are you doing? That is a that is a trait of a, uh, an inflated ego. Now, it, you know, again, ego, it, it it's good, it's negative or positive. Again, with the ego, again, it is an alignment of your consciousness and your un, your, your unconsciousness of what you're thinking. What you think determines whether you or not you are going to be aligned with one. With one or the other. So if you think, okay, now again, and the, the power of the power of suggestion is very 
very, very, it's a very powerful tool. Tool. You got to begin the, the power of suggestion. I'm going to have a loving relationship with my partner. I'm going to be true to them. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that I do everything possible to make them see that I, that I love them, to make their life easier, to make it easier for them. And I'm going to help them. The bottom line is in, 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 in the covenant, in, in a, uh, 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 a long term and a committed partnership, that is your responsibility. Your responsibility is to make make it make it easy for them to express themselves. Make it create an environment where they can express themselves and build. And then, you know, of course, will there be um miscommunication? Sure. We're, sometimes you're gonna miss each other, sure. But we but our responsibility is to provide a safe space for our partners that they can express themselves and and say, hey, I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you. Now, see, mind you, I didn't say to make you happy. See, I once again, I always say this. If you're happy and I'm happy, that equals more happiness. But I can't provide you happiness if you're an unhappy person. We then that that's something again. That's egotistical for you to think that I'm supposed to make you happy. Even though sometimes we say that. But that's just I think that's that that's where the breach in the in, in the foundation is, is weak when 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 we make our partner responsible to, to making us happy. They can't do that. Particularly if you don't have ha- you not happy. That's a real that's a real inflated ego for me to actually think that my partner should make me happy and I'm miserable. I'm stuck in the past. I'm, I'm still reminiscing on hurt and I'm still, I'm still, I'm still living in what, 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 what some ex did to me. And, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm making my, my, my present situation. I'm telling them that you got to make me happy. No, I have to be happy. So, so to, so, so the way to define an ego is that it is structured in the brain and it gives a person identity, as I said, as I forestated, and it serves a practical purpose for physical interactions with a human being. That's why you got to make sure the, the mind of your mate, you know, you, you know, again, creating an environment where their mind is always working and their mind is not complacent. And stuck in 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 past um past um relationships and past moments, I would say that they had. That's why we we both at both both parties we've got to constantly deal in the now. We cannot deal. We cannot deal with our relationship in the past. No matter if it feels like that's what that's what that's what. Teresa did to me back in the past and that's what Jonathan did. No, we can't do that. And then that's another form of egotism. You know, you you you, you can't assume that kind of thing. But then if it's happening, then it, you, of course you 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 got to address it. Got to address it. Is your ego your personality? Yes, I would really say yes. Yes, it is. Your ego is your personality. So when people are showing you themselves that is their ego. 
even when you first met met your partner, that they, they put on this, they put on they they put their best foot forward. That's a part of their ego. They never show you, you know, the whole thing, but eventually they do. Eventually, we show who we are on a day-to-day basis. The more you get to know your partner, the more you're going to see. But in the beginning of your courtship, you did see it because that's why you liked it. That's why you liked them. So that's why you continued on. You continued. And that was a that was a move. That was a move of faith because you didn't know how they was going to behave. You didn't know that. So I want to say you in that context, you you already took the, uh, a leap of faith because you kept seeing them. You kept seeing her, even though you was afraid. Even though you went through what you went through in your in the past. You still you still did that. So. Again, you know, it, it, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. And your ego is a part of your personality. It is based on how you view yourself in relationships to them and how you it relates to them and also how you want to be seen by them and how they see you. Yep. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back in three minutes. Thank you for listening to Live Well Today. I'm your host, George. We'll be right back.